All right, here we are. You got a few friends here. Yeah, we do. Just fixing the button. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So for the few people that are in the room that have no idea what's happening right now, today is the Lawrenceville Art Crawl, and we're kicking this off with my good friend, Zachary Rudder. Hi, nice to meet you. I, nice to meet you. My name is Sykes. I host a podcast called Start the Beat with Sykes. It's all about arts and entertainment in the Pittsburgh area. We're doing a podcast here with Zachary today, and then we're going to have from 5 p.m. up until this place closes live hip hop for the entire night. So if you're hanging out and you want to see some hip and hop and rippity raps, this is going to be a good place for it. Really, really cool lineup. We have my favorite color, awesome. BB Guns. Oh, great stuff. Great Isaiah stuff. Small. Brittany Chantel. Oh, the best. And Sykes and New Violence, which is my group. I'm, am I leaving anybody out? Do you? It's not your responsibility to know Lionel. Abstract, abstract, abstract theory. theory. My abstract, bad. That's right. Sorry. That sorry, is a y'all. Pittsburgh powerhouse yeah, lineup yeah. of hip hop artists. Yeah, like, that's a, everybody. <laughs> it's a really killer lineup. But you know what? We're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about you. All right, let's talk. Let's Zachary Rudder. Been trying to get you on the podcast for a while. For those of you in the room that have no idea who <laughs> Zach or do you prefer Zach or Zachary? That's an important question. I like Zachary. Zachary, I really do yeah. All right, yeah. You're you're a you're a persona that demands respect and extra <laughs> syllables. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I got it. Zachary That's versus Zach. Yeah. Three versus one. I got it. Yeah. You're worth three syllables though. Thank, oh, thank you. Thank I'll you. give you that. I'll I give you that. that. That's just the start. You got to get through the door. If you can get through the syllables, there's actually a sweetheart underneath there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, you are a. For those of you that don't know, Zachary. <laughs> Zachary is a really dope artist here in Pittsburgh. You might have seen his art recently. Mirrored across a Pat bus. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. How'd that happen? That's so, crazy. Uh, I'm still in shock that that happened. Honestly, yeah. So that story actually starts back at Three Rivers Arts Festival last summer. I did a painting of a bus driving down the Smithfield Street Bridge, and I just painted my heart emblem, which is the spread love heart, on the side of the bus on the painting. Fast forward to October, this whole negative thing and the tree of life and all that sad stuff was happening in the city. I took the initiative to tweet at Port Authority, that same painting, and said, hey, I think that the city could use some love and some positivity. Would you guys be willing to do something like this? And they thought I wanted them to wrap a picture of the painting, the whole painting, on a bus. And I, I had to emphasize, like, no, 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 I wanted to put the heart on the bus that's on the painting on the side of the bus. And they said, oh, I love the idea. So, yeah, I was uh, greeted with a message from the CEO of Port Authority on my Twitter and uh, through the power of social media, we got a spread love bus that's spreading love. Yeah, when I saw that, my mind was like, whoa, like that's such a such a powerhouse move. But again, for a really good cause and really speaks to the power of what is capable through things like social media and Twitter and things like that. It's just so wild now. It's like, oh, I want to put my artwork on the side of a bus. Let's just tweet at the bus company. Trust me, I did not I think that. <laughs> I was so shocked. I put it out there. I was like, at the very least... Someone will see it and like the picture, you know, get the good message. And then like for some, it, it was actually a random Pittsburgher, a random Yinzer retweeted it and tagged the CEO. And that's how the CEO got in touch with me. So like, it's cool to see that the city of Pittsburgh is starting to appreciate the power of art as well as uh, social media. That is really, really cool. And congratulations on that and everything you've been doing. You've been making a lot of moves anyways. Let's talk about this video series that you've been doing with local musicians. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Tell so, me about that. So I uh, recently in November, I moved into a studio in uh, Friendship, PA, and it's uh, on Friendship Avenue. So obviously enough, as it was slapping us in the face, we decided to call the studio Studio Friendship. And what we started there is called uh, Friendship Sessions. It's like a mix of Bob Ross meets like NPR Tiny Desk or like MTV Unplugged. So it's like it's a mix of live painting and live music, typically acoustic, but we do make arrangements when needed. 
And it's just fun. It's local uh, musicians that come to my studio. I do a new painting every time and we film two songs, an original song and a cover song. And uh, it's just a really wonderful time and a cool experience. There's a whole vibe that our videographer always captures, Benton Palermo. He, uh, he captures like an essence to it. There's like a, there's some type of energy that you could kind of feel from like this collaboration. And like, I think at the essence of art and music, that collaboration is just a powerful tool. Yeah, it's been really cool recently, just in the past couple of years, seeing all of this collaboration happening within the local arts community. And I say arts, like I generalize that because it really is like, oh, you have visual artists teaming up with musicians and linking up with their videographer friends to create series like this. And it's really cool to see people doing that just if for anything, just to see people hanging out and doing productive things and putting awesomeness into the world. Definitely. definitely. You know, cause the world definitely needs it right now. Seriously. Yeah. So we were lucky enough to work with 12 different musicians in the city. And it's, it's exactly like you said, we, we devote our Sundays to doing these video series and uh, it just feels like we're doing something good or important. You know, it's not like we're just hanging out and sitting around doing nothing. We're doing something we love with a purpose, with a mission in a, in a cool environment. And it's just really yeah. unique. But at the same time, you are still just kind of like hanging out, putzing around with <laughs> yeah, your friends. Seriously. But like, I've, I spend more time laughing at these video series <laughs> than like just having like a good time than I do anywhere else, honestly. Uh huh. That's awesome. So again, I mentioned this is the Lawrenceville Art Crawl today. For those of you that don't know what you've walked into, there is live music and art happening from this spot. This is the furthest. I don't know if we're north, south, east, or west, but this is the furthest <laughs> no, down uh, Butler Street. This goes from here all the way up to Round Corner Cantina. Yes, and does, there's yeah. spots happening all in between. So if you have nothing else better to do today walk around and enjoy some art. Seriously. Zachary is set up all the way <laughs> on the other end at the very start at Round Corner Cantina. Yes, I did. I thought I was going to have to walk a 26-minute walk <laughs> over here for this, but I was lucky enough that my friend Pat was, uh, was willing to drive <laughs> us over here. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think that it's great. We have a, someone great starting at the beginning, someone awesome finishing up at the end. Like I said, man, the music that's going to be playing here tonight are some of the best. And some of the guys that are actually performing have done friendship session videos at the studio. Oh, really? Who? Yeah. Abstract Theory did one. Uh, number four uh, was Louis Patron of Abstract yeah. Theory. Number 12 was Isaiah Small. Oh, cool. And uh, we're in the works with Brittany Chantel and, and BB Gun as well. So, All right. Uh, yeah, we're definitely. Where's trying. mine? We're waiting. We're ready, man. We're, we're, we're working on the booking. <laughs> Like we said before we started, uh, Pittsburgh is packed for the summertime, oh, yeah, so scheduling is no. a nightmare. <laughs> I totally understand. As somebody that you know runs a podcast, it's super hard. I've I put up a, a a post like a few months ago, like who wants to be on the podcast this year? I do episodes once a week, and I got like eighty something responses. Oh, exactly. And there's even eighty weeks in a year, so yep. it's like crap you know how am i gonna manage all this but you know yeah. try to get multiple people on one or something like seriously, that seriously and then i bet all 80 people hit you up three more times like hey man when you gonna get me in when you gonna get me in no it's like, no they're, they're, they're patient <laughs> people are patient yeah so diving into kind of like a more deeper part of this conversation i'm more curious about this spread love thing and like okay. where that originated where the heart thing originated because i've seen you around for a couple years now and that's been a staple in your art for a while Thank you, you know so where did that come from? What what was the uh, origins of that? Okay, so uh, just diving into the backstory a little bit. Uh, about two years ago, I was working at Michael's Arts and Crafts as just a custom framer. And uh, 
a local famous Pittsburgh artist, Baron Batch, walked in to the, the to the Michaels. Yeah. Lo and behold, I'm working the register and he's trying to buy some supplies. I start talking to him. I didn't know who he was at the time. I just saw this big, tall man covered in paint and said, <laughs> hey, dude, I think you probably sell paint. Are you, are you an artist? Are you, are you a painter? And he said, yeah. And uh, after he had said his name, I, I've obviously heard of the name Baron Batch. It was familiar. I kind of freaked out a bit. I was like, oh, dude, no way. You're Baron. And uh, we kicked it off he actually invited me to a studio offered me a a, a, a a job as his assistant in his studio space and taught me a lot about like like process and time management and how to actually make a piece and stuff like that and uh asked me why i want to make art why do i why do i make art and i was like i don't know i want to just do something good something positive and uh i started painting works that was trying to put a positive message and i thought like what can i add to this how can i make something that like just stands alone like like, what's that one thing that stands out to people? And a heart came to mind. And uh, I uh, went to college for fine art and I minored in art history. And there's a famous artist, Keith Haring, who has a painting of two people dancing with a heart behind it and has these little black wiggly lines that come off in every direction. And that, that kind of hit me at the same time I was trying to find out what I wanted to do. And I, I kind of tweaked that a bit and made that my own and added the, the big, bold, square rays in every corner. There's eight of them that branch off from the heart. And I thought, what can I, how can I make this as simple as possible? What do I want to do? I want to spread love. Oh, how do you spread love? You, you open your arms, you open your heart, and the rays coming from the heart is the love being spread. So that's really the whole meaning and how that all began. That's awesome. I think that one thing that artists have a problem with doing is remembering that when you're creating art, you need to... You're, I mean, I guess it's okay to create art for selfish reasons, but I think that it's really unfortunate when artists overlook the uh the the potential to connect with other people and the people that are going to be looking at the art and interacting with the art and i think something like the spread love message that you you know sprinkle throughout your art that's not really how you sprinkle things but we could talk about that later um the way that you use that message is your way of connecting with other people and bringing them in. Yeah, you know, it feels yeah. that the you do art for a lot less. It's not really, it doesn't feel selfish. Your art doesn't feel selfish. You, Some other people's art might feel selfish. But I really appreciate that. Sometimes yeah. that's okay too. Sometimes selfish art is cool. Yeah. Depends on what you want to do, well, who you want to be. I think art is meant to be a conversation. And those people that you may look at as are, are, are selfish. They're just trying to have their conversation. And uh, they say, like, you know, the old saying, like, a, a picture's worth a thousand words. I was trying to find a way to put a positive message out there in a thousand words. Heck, I want my paintings to kind of resonate a million words. You know, I, I love trying to connect to people visually so we can have those conversations. And I open my work up to allow for stories to be made by the viewer so much as what I want to put into it, too. Like, I know what I want to put into it. But what makes me more excited is when someone tells me something completely different from what I put into it. Absolutely. Yeah, that is the, like, it's all conversation. And I think at the Spread Love Army at the core, that's what we're trying to fight is we're trying to fight hate with peaceful conversation, just being good to one another and talking it out and just being cool. You know, like the conversation is a powerful tool and a powerful weapon that we don't really use because we're too busy getting angry, you know? Yeah, especially nowadays. It's really easy to get angry. Yeah. We should have, uh, should have brought some of your art down. Didn't think about that. That's all right. That's okay. If you want to see some of Zachary's art going up to Round Corner Cantina, it's only a 26-minute walk. <laughs> uh, what? Eight-minute Scooby Scooter ride if you've got the ab. <laughs> yeah. Or if you have your vehicle, you could take a drive up there. That's true. That's so true. now I mentioned a little bit ago that I had met you a couple years ago. Yeah. And 
in those past couple years, you've continued to work, you've continued to grow your presence online and elsewhere. Obviously, your art's on the side of a Port Authority <laughs> bus, so yeah. you're growing. How have you, as an artist, adjusted to business and like the marketing of being an entrepreneur of sorts? Seriously, no, that's like, like I mean, I like I said, I had an art history minor in college, so I was studying artists that were businessmen, like Andy Warhol. That was one thing that he preached was that the ultimate form of art is business. So I looked into that and I, I studied that. But at the same time, I owed all to like being around Baron Batch and watching how he ran Studio AM and like how he did. He handled commission works and, and meetings and things like that. And just being able to see someone at a, a level above me in my area doing it and showing me how to do it. it, it you just got to retain that type of information like a sponge and uh, just watch how other people are doing and learn from their mistakes and grow with their their successes. You know. Yeah, that's awesome that you had that opportunity to work with somebody like Baron Batch. Not a lot of people have that opportunity. Mm. And sometimes for artists, you get into making art from the perspective of being like a very introverted person. But when you're getting into all this business stuff that requires a very extroverted mind and like needing to connect with people. So, you know, prior to all of this, you know, where were you on the spectrum of an introvert versus extrovert extrovert? Like, how did you feel you (laughs) fell on there? I think I've always been very outgoing. I think okay. I've been fortunate enough. My, both of my parents uh, have gifted me with the the gift of gab. So like I can talk. I'm a, I love small talk and I love conversation. So I, I've always been pretty extroverted. You know, it's funny. I feel like you bringing that up, it really makes your work, like your art, make a lot more sense. Really? And like talking about how your art, you wanted to be a conversation and you wanted to connect with people. Yeah. And then you were already coming from the position of already being an extroverted person going into that definitely it says a lot you know versus somebody that maybe gets into painting darker things or uh you know work that maybe is a little like more intense yeah you know um, i'm i mean i don't want to uh generalize but you know maybe some of those people that paint darker things it's cuz you know they're coming from a darker place and like whereas your work is just super positive and super easy to talk about because the person that's creating it is yeah you know a social butterfly of sorts i think i don't want to get it misconstrued i do think that i put a, a piece of negativity into my artwork like if we were to look at a piece of my pa- like one of my paintings i i like to line the backgrounds with comic books and I'm always constantly looking for negative scenery. Like I, I, I want to keep in mind, like those people that are painting those dark scenes, like that, that's another story about positivity that you have to take into account. Like you can't have the good without the bad. Sure. So like those are just, yin and yang. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. like I like to keep a, a essence of that in my work as well. To where like if you were to dissect into my paintings, you see the positive colors and the bright imagery on the foreground, but underneath of that, there's another surface to it where like you find connections to your life that may be troubling or hard or difficult to handle. And there's another conversation to be had on that level as well. Sure. There's like a, the inspiration for positivity sometimes comes, comes from really dark definitely, places. Definitely. You, like, you, I mean, you can't have your best day without experiencing the worst day. It wouldn't feel as much as well as good. You know, like you would be, you'd be, it'd be lacking. It'd be missing something. Uh huh. Like, Trust me, I, for every one good day I have as a painter, there's three terrible days the day, like the, the weeks before that, that I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, there's a reason it's called painting, like the whole pain. <laughs> it's, it's so true. I've been, I've been hurting. <laughs> and it's just, every, you get so many bad days to the good day. Like, and it, I, I want to definitely like emphasize that, like, don't give up because of a bad time, because that's just going to push those better days for further. You know, it, it just, it really is powerful like that. 
Now, with we mentioned the friendship sessions, which is the video series that you're doing at Studio Friendship or Friendship. Is it Studio Friendship? Is Studio that what you said? Friendship Studio Friendship on Friendship Avenue in Friendship, Pennsylvania. Hard to forget that. I, I've been slapping people in the face with the obvious. <laughs> so, like, spread love. Come on, spread love. It's as easy as that. Studio Friendship, Friendship Avenue. Be my friend. Let's let's just talk. You know, uh-huh. it's just obvious and to the point. And I think simple. Simple is what is effective. In, uh, so you're using Studio Friendship as a studio space. Yes. How has having a dedicated environment to create art in affected your work it's motivated me heavily like i mean there's days i wake up and i look at work and i'm like why is that still here i want that out there in the world there's days where i look at it and i'm like oh i hate that painting take it down let me paint over it and i do often paint over work and and start fresh and uh just waking up like this is a living working studio space this is my full-time job and i live in this environment so i wake up every morning to the sunrise right out the window to walls lined with artwork and paint on the palette and uh it's motivating. It's discouraging. It's great. It's sad. It's terrible. It's awesome. I, there's just it's an array of emotion that comes with this, but it's it's empowering. Like I, I wake up with a purpose every morning. Hell yeah! So let's talk a little deeper about your work. I'm curious about um, the technical aspects of your work in terms of okay. mediums that you use. Okay, so it is mixed media. I uh, I start off with a comic book base, like I had mentioned. Yeah. So most of my life is spent gluing comic book pages to canvas where that do you is, acquire the comic books <laughs> uh i've been an avid comic book collector since i was a kid that's actually what got me started in art in the beginning i oh, got cool. i got my first uh comic book ultimate spider-man number one when i was seven uh that's when i started drawing i didn't start painting till college but i kept that same like comic book mentality i've always collected i, I love reading comic books i haven't had time to, so much so recently to read them but i'm avidly going through dollar boxes yeah and looking for my perfect finds for the painting <laughs> cool yeah all right, so you start with the comic book base, yep. and then where do we go? So even the comic book base is a little more in-depth, so I'm not just tearing the pages out and gluing them. I'm kind of looking through the pages and picking out individual panels. So I'm looking for things specific, like... Like specific to a painting or, or just... To the emotion. So yeah. like I said, this negativity underneath, I'm looking for images of... Think of comic books. So every comic book's going to have like maybe a rainy page, a rainy day page, or a woman screaming in terror or crying or a fight scene or a police officer with their lights on or a gun shooting. I look for scenes like that because those are relatable things. That's kind of what the news is putting out there. That's what you're always experiencing. And I'm just trying to put that positive message above all of that. You know, like keep that in the foreground, keep that reminder that things are always going to get better. And we can kind of relate to that negativity underneath. So it's a lot of time going through the pages, tearing out that one page, that one little corner of it I like, and gluing a whole four foot by four foot canvas with all of that. So it's very time. Is that typically the size you work in? I actually work three by three more than anything. Okay. But, um, I, I, I dabble. Three by three, I've been working a lot recently with the square composition, and I, I kind of enjoy it. It, it kind of like like the, the ge- geometry of it. It's kind of like easy to work with. I like it. Okay, so now you got your... Your canvas glued up, ready to go. (laughs) What are you going for next? Okay, so then diving into that, I dissect my artwork by colors by layer. So I typically can, you could kind of look at the process and and pick out one after another what I do. I, I I start with the like, base layer which on the comic books i typically do i've been trying to combine land like a landscape portrait painting so i'm painting this beautiful landscape scenery with some type of image of a person on the foreground what are you using for painting i a house paint or acrylic depending yeah i found out how you could get a lot more house paint for the less price of a (laughs) of a tube of art artist's acrylic 
So, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come Can't. on. Like a, like a five gallon bucket of paint. It's not, it doesn't go for very much compared to like a $20 tube of titanium white that's this uh-huh. big. So yeah, I've been dabbling with the house paint a lot more. And then I heavily dilute my paint with water because when you look at my artwork, you could still see all the comic books underneath. There's a transparency level to it to where you're looking at this beautiful image. And sometimes people don't even notice the comic books underneath, but they're still there and present and visible. So it, it's heavily diluted house paint and acrylic. Cool. Yeah. Anything else you typically use? Do you do you dabble with any any markers or spray paint? I, mean, I feel like spray paint would be a good one for you, but I don't know if you do. No, I, I had I had done it a lot. Like when I was in college, I was experimenting with a lot of different things: spray painting, uh, paint markers. I still do use on occasion, and uh, spray painting. It's just an inconvenience of like the fumes. Like, sure. like I said, this is a living working space. I, I can't expect to sleep in my bed after spending eight hours spray painting aerosols into the air. So I. Uh, <laughs> I avoided that. And then, you know, there's something that, uh, like I said, the art history background, the traditional aspect of taking a paintbrush and creating this image on a canvas, it just feels like, you know, I, I don't put myself yeah. on the level of like the greats and the masters, but like, I do want to at least embellish them and like well, look at their accomplishments. Your art, you definitely have your own voice in your art and you can see it in the brush strokes. And I feel that if you weren't using brushes, it would compl- like drastically change Thank you, man. the look of your art. Yeah. I, I look, so uh, when I'm using the layering to it, like with each layer that I approach, I'm putting like a larger diluted glob on there. So you can even see like the process of the brush with everything. It's almost textural or sculptural on the canvas surface. And uh, on the right light, when you kind of glare from side to side, you could see like the, the indentations of where oh, the paint totally, is. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. How long does it typically take you to finish a piece? So I actually, I mean, if you were watching the Studio Friendship, Friendship Sessions, I paint those paintings in one day. Like most of my pieces I like to do, it's like a feeling. It's like an energy. I have to do it. And I like painting the live music. So typically I'll paint on stage at venues with uh, bands and musicians and try and get it done by the end of their set. Yeah. So I've done a painting. I, I, did, I just recently did a show at Black Forge Coffee with Goldcastle. It was uh, Abstract Theory's like album preview, I think. It was sure. A pre- pre- yeah. A preview show. And uh, they had a 35-minute set. I had the painting done by the end of the, of the set. So 35 <laughs> minutes. That painting is actually on display at Round Corner Cantina as we speak. Oh, yeah. yeah so Walk like, on down. <laughs> take a scoop. It's only three-hour walk. <laughs> 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 but uh, I love painting on stage. So I, I try to get it done in that experience. So not only are you buying or, or purchasing or, or witnessing this piece be created, but you're also part of that experience. You know, like you could say... Not only am I feeling these negative emotions from the comic books, feeling the positive message over top of it, seeing it happen live, but I'm also part of that experience because I was there, you know? And like, I love that aspect of it. I love documenting it with the friendship sessions. Like I said, I have 12 paintings I've done in 2019 that you could watch on YouTube to a local artist live music. It's Where, it's where exactly on YouTube can people find that stuff? Studio Friendship. There is another Studio Friendship, but they don't use an I. So we're going to use that to our advantage. It's just friend, E-N-D, no I. But we're studio friendship, oh, and traditional spelling. Yeah, you're just okay. studio friend. I don't. We got lucky. I don't know. <laughs> I, I re- it was such an obvious thing. I was like, oh, studio friendship's taken. And then when it was, I was like, they forgot the eye. This is someone looking out. I don't know. Uh-huh. So studio friendship. You could look up friendship sessions. You could look up your favorite local artist by name or Zachary Rudder art, and it'll all pop up. Benton Palermo. You can I mean you could look us up by our individual characters. You can find us on Instagram. We have a Facebook page. Uh, it, it's out there, and we want people to see it for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and what's very interesting about it, and I think also opens another conversation about the individual musicians, is that we require each musician to do an original song and a cover song. So they uh, they kind of show a little bit about their influences in their cover song selection, or or they're funny or, or out of out of left field, and it's it's fun. It's you, really- you know, what would be fun is if when the band was performing a cover song you had to reinterpret a famous painting. Oh, that would be really interesting, actually. I love that. I mean, when I'm approaching these these friendship sessions, it's really like me just popping through sketchbooks. Like, I'm constantly sketching. So I'm just... I'm not really putting thought into what I'm doing specifically for the person. I'm just kind of doing a painting. I'm, I'm doing my port part because they picked their part, you know? Yeah. But, like, trying to r- repeat some old things, which I do... I do reference older artwork and, and famous paintings in the past as well. So I, that's, that's a fun idea I would like to dabble with. Hey, you get me on, maybe that's what we could that do. Could be fun, definitely. Yeah, I, I would love this. I would like the. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the the footage of you performing later tonight as well. I've, I've seen you at Black Forge. I've seen you a couple other times, and it's it's fun. Yeah, it should be pretty fun. We have we we have our whole gimmick here today. All these screens and everything. We put on a show. There's costume changes. Oh, that's. that's nice. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, but we're not here to talk about me. Okay, we're here to talk about you. All right. So. Outside of art. All right. Let's Lawrenceville <laughs> Art Crawl. Who cares? Yeah. What I want to know about is what you're putting in your belly when you're hungry. You've had a oh, long day man. painting. <laughs> I you have got the, the worst paint diet. munchies. I have the worst diet. What is Zachary time. going to munch on when he has them paint munchies? <laughs> Not in any particular order, but like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Okay. Macaroni and cheese. All right. Top ramen, beef. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have the worst diet. You have, a, well, you, you have an artist diet. You know, it's funny if I didn't know you and I just looked in your cupboard, I'd be like, oh, I bet Spot this on. is an artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anything you could add water to and throw in the microwave. That, I'm your guy. <laughs> so you're adding water to paints. You're adding water to foods. Yeah. Yep. What else are you adding water to? baths i love bubble baths i'm, yeah. a, I'm a big fan of uh, of the bubble bath okay so, bath bombs <laughs> so if we're talking bubble baths and you're going with scents what's like your lavender lavender I'm you're a big lavender you're guy a, you're yeah. a lavender he, bubble he, bath guy yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, i'm into I, that i i love it i honestly like on my days where i have nothing going on which has been getting more and more rare i i like to just hang out in the bubble bath and <laughs> you know yeah i mean i'll be completely honest with you there's been a lot of times like on you know, being a performing artist on weekends, I'm so used to having events mm-hmm. where if there's like a Friday night and nothing's going on, like you, there's a part of me, it's like, oh, I can go see a friend's band <laughs> yeah. or something. And then there's another part of me, it's like, oh, I could just sit and do in nothing. the bathroom and do yes. nothing. Yes. It's awesome. I totally we need it though. That. I think that it's really hard to be able to continuously create without giving yourselves those oh, breaks. Yeah. To, you know, check in on yourself and just relax. Definitely, definitely. But there's also the other side of it where you said like checking out other people's shows. Like it's 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 very hard to expect people to want to follow you and do what you're doing if you're not putting in the effort to do what they're doing. And I find it very difficult sometimes when you're working every every weekend doing your own thing, like trying to get the energy to want to do that or want to stay at home and get a bubble bath. Like it's 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 (laughs) difficult. It's difficult. It's a decision that needs to be made, but there's so much going on in the city of Pittsburgh. It, it's it's exciting times to be here right now. Yeah, there is definitely a lot going on. It's pretty intimidating. Like I mentioned, I've been been doing the podcast now for about five years. I've had over easily over 300 guests 
that's across over two hundred episodes. Like, yeah, it's the front of the lines and for podcast in Pittsburgh. And there's really. still a lot of people to talk to. Oh yeah. So it doesn't, it's not stopping anytime soon. That's what I love about it. That's why I always like to try and be at an interview or like, and not be at, be at an event or at a, at a show because like there's always someone that would like to hear what you have to say. And if you're putting out a positive message, there's going to be an open ear that wants to help listen to that and push that message as well. Absolutely. You know, outside of painting, do you have any hobbies that you actively pursue? Music uh-huh. at all? I, you a music guy? I used to really want to be a rapper and okay. I do still regularly write. You can music. rap here later if you want. You got some bars still? No, I do have bars, but I'm not going to spit those for anybody. They're not hard <laughs> bars. They're like, they're the softest bars. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but uh, I, I did. Are they like, about lavender bubble baths? <laughs> yeah, no, but they feel like it. <laughs> no, I, I did. I, I love music. It's a passion of mine. Just being in, being able to paint alongside some of the greatest talents in Pittsburgh is just such an honor i wish i could play the guitar i have tried i've learned slower songs but i can't get to that next level to keep me interested it's always just trying to learn things and, and keep trying to do it but i can't I, I give up on music to focus on on art it's and painting. really it's really hard i always talk about you know putting your life on a pie chart and you have that 100 percent. and the yeah. more things you try to do you have to divide up the pie chart definitely so if you're doing 10 different things it's you difficult. Know, it's difficult to give enough. How do you divide that all up evenly? You know? And like, I'm lucky enough to where like I'm doing what I love. I'm painting. So like, I, I say I, I do a painting a day. If it's not a, a painting that day, I did. I, I tried to do at least one or five or ten sketches, like doodles, anything I could do. I gluing comic books is my biggest thing. So like, I, I haven't had a prep hobby work. in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's like being a restaurant. It's all in the prep. Seriously, no, it is. <laughs> like when I said I did a painting in thirty minutes at Black Forge. I prepped it for three days before that, sure. you know, but I did that in 30 minutes that time, but it's all in the preparation. I totally get that. Uh-huh. With, you know, being, you know, having your art on the bus. Oh, I forgot to get, bring somebody to do that. Good thing I heard that. Whoa, I'm falling <laughs> off a chair. Hello. Hi. What's the biggest project you've done to date? The bus was huge, but I mean, that was more so just back and forth emailing. Project wise, uh, I, I got to paint a food truck in the past. I got to do a pediatrician's office, like, which was five patient rooms. Uh, I got to paint a BMW car th- about three years ago. So, like, I've had some really unique opportunities, and uh, I'm just keeping. I, I keep pushing those and trying to do new things. So, I mean, actually, if you don't mind, right now, I'd like to make an announcement. I just got oh. an email yesterday that uh, I, I was uh, accepted as one of the finalists in the uh, Healthy Bike Pittsburgh. Uh, art art bike competition that they have going on. Okay. So uh, it looks like I might be painting one of the, free, the one of the rentable bikes in the city of Pittsburgh very soon. So. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. I, it seems like I'm falling into this trend of getting my art on vehicles. So <laughs> if, if it has wheels and moves, I'm your guy. <laughs> but no, I was very excited to actually get it. This competition was something I saw on Facebook. A friend of mine had messaged it to me. I reached out with a proposal, resume, a few pieces of work, and a nice little write-up of why I wanted to do it. And I found out last night that I was accepted and uh, one of the finalists and I'm excited to to announce that here. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank That's you. awesome. It's going to be very fun. Hey, hey, thanks for coming out guys. I'm happy you stayed around. Yeah. Once again, for anybody tuning in live on the Facebooks, we're at Full Pint Wildside Pub for the Lawrenceville Art Crawl. Things are just starting today. There's going to be a big, long day. How long are you going to be down at, round, at Cantina for? Uh, my art has been on display since Wednesday, and it's going to be up, I think, until tomorrow. I'm going to be hanging out until I run out of stuff to sell and stickers to give out. So I'm going to be giving out free stickers for as long as I can. Hopefully till 8. I want to stay all night if I can. 8 or 9, whenever it all yeah. wraps up. But if not, I'll be there for most of the yeah, day. Yeah, we got, for those of you on the Facebook, which is this camera, 
anybody watching this later, sorry. But uh, yeah, you know, we got My Favorite Color coming down. We got BB Guns. We got Abstract Theory. We got awesome. Isaiah Small, Brittany Chantel, Sykes and New Violence. We got music going till 11 down here today. That's even so, just, that's full pint. Like the summer camp I know is performing down the way. They're fantastic. Layla yeah. Rose is fantastic. There's a lot of talent in the city of Pittsburgh. I, I can name all 200 plus groups that are down here, but Lawrenceville is the place to be today. If you like art, if you like music and you like meeting new people. So it, Absolutely. It, it's a fun day. It's a fun day. Yeah. With doing live events like this and other events, I mean, I met you at, I think, um, what, uh, Rhythm and Bruise. Yeah. I think I met you at Rhythm and Bruise a couple I was years say ago. Rhythm and Bruise, yeah. Um, it's been really cool being a part of these events because it's really bringing all of these people together. Really, you know, prior to doing any of these events, how connected with the local arts and music scene were you? Very little. I mean, I, I graduated from college last year. Where where did you go to school? I at? went to uh, Slippery Rock University. Okay. So I mean, I was only and at the same time I was doing that apprenticeship with Baron. So I was working on school five days a week up north and slippery rock and driving back every weekend to do these art like murals and studio work and just learn the craft. So not very connected at all. In slippery rock, I had a good connection with the music program and things like that. But coming back to Pittsburgh, getting involved with red fishbowl and getting out and meeting these groups and being involved in the, like it really just helped. Like it, it's so easy. Like Pittsburgh's so small. The scene's so tiny. You can know everybody in just a few visits of these shows and everyone's so open and friendly to just meet and talk. Like it's a cool place to be right now. Definitely, definitely. So you know, I want to thank you for coming down, being a part of this chat. I don't know if we have anything else to really chat about right now as we sit here in Full Pint Wildside Pub. Yeah, I would like to mention. I do feel like I'm on the Price Is Right holding this microphone or something. Like okay. I don't know the big green ball. I was just waiting for Ball Barker to tell me to come on down. <laughs> like I don't know if you felt this way or not, but. I don't know. I've, I've never like actually held a microphone, you know, like you don't really ever like how often does an average person hold a I microphone you in were their spitting lifetime? bars. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spitting bars into my voice memo on my iPhone <laughs> alone in the bathroom or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, totally. <not>. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll end it on this. We're not going to not going to end it all awkward. We're going to end it on a, on one final question all right let's you know it. and it's it's the big it's the big one okay okay you know it's not so much a what's in the future for zachary but you know what is one thing that you're really hoping to achieve with your artwork in the next two years oh, we'll keep man. it small i don't like know. like what it like what's uh, the goal what do you what what are you doing I what was, are you doing, Zach? <laughs> I'm Zachary, sorry. I am painting, okay? <laughs> no, no, I, I want to do more mural work, more street work, more community work. You know, I, I've been really trying to reach out to my hometown, my home area of Pittsburgh to, to get involved with the school district and like working with schools and children. I love the aspect of doing a mural with a, with like a community with someone helping and something like that. I'd love the idea of doing some more public work. Like a, a few the few pieces that I have, like I have a bus driving around the city and every single day, like seriously every single day since that bus has hit the street, I've gotten at least one photo, one message, one phone call of someone that said, "Oh my goodness, I finally saw this." Yeah. I, it, it's so exciting. I saw it downtown. 
I love I it. I didn't message you, but I saw it. I was no, like, Word. that's awesome. That's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's your moment, man. Do it with, with it what you will. I, uh, I saw it this morning on my way down here today, and it kind of just made me feel like today was going to be a good day. You know, and that's what the bus is meant to represent. Like, I actually, uh, my dad works with somebody that like works at Port Authority as well. And she said that a lot of the drivers like to try and fight for that bus because like people are constantly taking pictures and waving and like they just love the feeling of being on that bus as well. So like, I hope that I'm, I'm spreading that message of positivity, you know, good way and i think that the bus is really helping that that's super killer so you know besides round corner cantina which is about a a, a, a two a two uh two day walk down the street <laughs> yeah. um where can people find you find your artwork in all that okay i have uh, so right now actually for the rest of the month you could see some of my work at level up studio on penn avenue uh shout out level up love those guys i worked with them for first friday for the uh, penn avenue gallery crawls this month cool um this wednesday at sing sing dueling piano bar if you guys have ever been there it's uh down at the waterfront in homestead i'm gonna be having a solo art show with a musician carl bailey who is a house uh, musician at sing sing He's going to be doing his original music and playing some uh, covers as well. It's going to be fun. Are time. you live painting at that? I haven't really decided yet. I know we're going to be auctioning a painting off at the event, but I don't know if I'm going to be live painting. And if I do live paint, that'll that'll be the painting that I auction off. I haven't I haven't committed fully yet. I just want to get some more information. Other than that, at why the not? The- Are you just trying to like hang out in an event yeah. for once? You know, I, that's kind of it. Like I, I totally understand <laughs> that. Yeah. Seriously, man. Sometimes it's more fun to put the event on and watch everyone do the thing because it's like, oh, I get to talk to like fifty people while they're doing the thing. You know, uh-huh. I, I love that. Like when I'm painting, it's like I, I shake my booty a little bit for the crowd and then I throw some stickers out. You know, it's like a rock show. It's pretty great, but I like don't get to talk to them and interact with them. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, that's that's uh, one thing. I guess we didn't chat really at all about like event promoting and planning, which I guess maybe you've dabbled a little bit in that. I don't know how much you have. I've gotten involved with it more. I've been putting on a lot of things myself recently, like just to get involved. And like, I mean, luckily, lately, we really didn't have to like Red Fishbowl. Some musicians are always putting things on. There's always something going on. If you kind of just dabble your toe, stick your toe in the water, someone's going to say, hey, dude, I got an event for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is It is kind of like a, I think I can relate though, just as typically a lot of the events that I go to, I'm either running sound or playing a set or both like today. And, you know, it's rare now that I have an opportunity to sit down and talk with somebody at an event, but even this is, we're not really, this isn't like a, this is a, a 50, 50 genuine conversation. I mean, it's genuine, but yeah. it's still for a purpose besides like us just talking. Hey, we do have microphones and cameras. I love it. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It does have an, it's still working to some, some aspects. But this is but, cool though. This is bringing conversation out to the people The people are out here listening, enjoying, maybe chiming in at some points. And it's, it's fun. This is cool. Yeah. And check out, Zachary's Zachary <laughs> check out Zachary's art look for that bus if you're on Facebook now come on down to Lawrenceville stop at round canna cantina round canna canna <laughs> round corner cantina yeah <laughs> I haven't even drank the beer that I got before we started this and I'm already blah, blah, blah. I went down to round corner this morning for mimosas so I've been partying hardy all day <laughs> word yeah but no, but no if you're coming down to Lawrenceville today Stop by, check out his art, check out some music and art across all the way from Round Corner all the way down to Full Pint. This is not a bad place to end your night, considering we're playing later. That's a little biased of an opinion, but that's fine. It's (laughs) my show. show. I can do what I want, right? Yeah. Cool. So I want to thank you for stopping down, taking the time. It's been it's been nice. Yeah. Lovely chat. You're 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 a good person. You're doing cool things. 
You're a great man, dude. Hey, you're you're a pioneer with the podcast, and then uh, you've been at the know. forefront of everything for a while, man. I'm just I'm just a I'm just a girl in the world. That's all they'll <laughs> let me be, right? Uh, very pretty girl at that, man. I'm uh-huh. happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I'll do my outro and all that stuff later. So I guess uh, I, I really don't know how exactly how to end this. I've never done this before. You've been this is my first podcast. It's it's all been a hoax. <laughs> no, but thank you for coming over and thank you guys for sticking around. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. Live music coming up later, I guess. Goodbye. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>